T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson, Lamel Wellingham, and our pleasure right now to go to the BetQL guest hotline. Beat the books, download the BetQL app today, and bet smarter. Joining us right now, Doug Farrar, NFL editor, USA Today, <laughs> uh, for a touchdown wire. Good enough to give us some time as he's getting ready to do the deep dive on the commander's defense. And bless you for that, Doug. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm going to need some hazard pay out of this. Um, I mean, Uh-oh. The phone monsters got Doug. That, hey, we, whenever we're talking, I mean, I guess that's just the commander's thing. Yeah, I, worse Doug- than I thought. I mean, I, I went back and reviewed what Patrick Mahomes did to this defense in the preseason, and I thought that was bad. Right. When Jared Goff, who, by the way, was the commander's best defender, he did not play well. Um, yeah. And he had four touchdown passes. And they were all different kinds of coverage breakdowns. Um, this is... And last year, they had, I believe they allowed more touchdowns than any other team. 34. They had one of the three yeah, <laughs> three worst pass defenses in the NFL. And, you know, I know Ron Rivera was saying on Monday, you know, people were asking about the coverage and the issues and, you know, whose fault is it and word salad, word salad. And I get that he doesn't want to put his coordinator on the spit in a public forum. But you have to imagine Ron Rivera was on the 85 Bears. He played for Buddy Ryan. I can't imagine he's too happy about this. The whole thing about it is, though, Doug, when you go back and watch the film, yes, you could always say the defensive coordinator could put the team in better positions. But when I go back and watch, I shouldn't be circling four or five guys and questioning their effort. Is that maybe you need a new voice in the locker room or – are guys just saying or just blowing off the season already? I mean, that's what it looked like last well, weekend. Yeah, I mean, unless I hear it from somebody I trust, I don't question effort um, for a number of reasons. Number one, if you're if you're half-assing it on the field, it actually increases your uh, possibility you're going to get hurt. And I just I don't want to get into speculation on that. I understand what you're saying, and I understand why it looks that way. Because, like, the first touchdown to Amon Ross St. Brown, this was hilarious. I put this up on Twitter yesterday. You've got, it's cover one, so it's man coverage with a single high safety in the red zone. And you've got this poor kid, Derek Forrest, who gave up, like, 14 touchdowns. Bad game, and it wasn't all his fault. So you got Bobby McCain as the, you know, the middle safety in cover one. And... He is trying to tell Forrest, hey, get over here. 
and cover DJ Shark, who's running the drag route from left to right, which Forrest does. The problem is, in so doing, McCain takes too much time and leaves himself open for the other crossing route. And meanwhile, that's not even the touchdown. That's just two guys blowing mesh or three guys blowing mesh. You got and, – and when the Reds – when the – I, when, <laughs> I know. Insert your, when insert your team name here, You're signed right. William Jackson the third, former Bengal. I gave the I gave the signing an A plus. Okay. Because I said he is one of the five best press lock man corners in the NFL. So of course, what does this team do? They make him off coverage, even in man. <laughs> You're playing. He's playing off man on this down. And he gets completely lost in the supermarket as Amon Ross St. Brown runs his vertical route. So, you know, kind of what you uh, alluded to, I know, when you have this many problems, see, if it's a great defense and you have a guy who busts a bunch of coverages, like I remember talking to Pete Carroll in like 2014 about why Earl Thomas was so great. And Pete said, when was the last time you saw anyone beat us on a post? And I went, hmm at least since before Earl was drafted. Well, I think it was 2016. Earl got hurt. They carted him off the field on the very next play. Cam Newton hit Ted Ginn for a 60-yard post touchdown. <laughs> and the guy behind Earl Thomas, his only problem was he wasn't Earl Thomas. So if you get guys you know, blowing stuff in a great defense, and that was a historically great defense back then, then you can say, well, maybe he, you know, they're just trying to, to put a Band-Aid on it. If you have this many players messing up in this many different ways, this isn't just one thing. It's everything. I mean, with this front, let, let's, let's, let's stop with the pass defense for a second. With this front, this front, four first-round draft picks on this front, they're giving up 7.5 yards per carry in the run game. It's hilarious. How do you do that with Sweat and Allen and all those guys? I mean, just – Allen's a monster, and Deron Payne might be even better. Deron Payne might be their best defensive player. But when you see this many guys, and, you know, I watch tape a lot. I'm not an expert. I'm not a coach. I'm not a scout. But you watch enough tape, and you see enough things, and you kind of get a handle for what players can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And then you have this, you know, this coaching staff that, you know, now it's been two straight years where it's just been an absolute disaster. But it's a long way around making the point that when there's this many problems, I don't put it on the players. I put it on the coaching staff. And for Rivera to come out and say, well, you know, this guy should have done this and he did, you know, he did this instead. Okay, I get it. But if you're in the Legion of Boom and you make a coverage mistake, I put that on you. If you're in the Legion of whatever the hell this is, <laughs> you know, I yeah. think I think we both know where it goes back to. And, I, you know... I don't put too much into Rivera not pointing out that Del Rio is the problem um, because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But certainly over the last two years, when I've watched this defense, um, you know, it's not pretty. We're talking. And it's not something that, you know, it's not, I don't think it's something you can just, you know, like if you fire Del Rio and bring someone else in, I mean, maybe that works. But I just, I don't know. The assignment incorrectness is, I think, the thing that concerns me the most and that it's happening in so many different ways and that they can't cover simple things. I mean, that the, the DeAndre Swift touchdown was third and 15. 
He's got guys playing twenty. I mean, it's just ridiculous. They're playing cover four, I think. I don't, or, or maybe it was three. Whatever it was, whatever. I don't. I mean, I find it hard to like what was the coverage supposed to be. But Doug, on, but Doug, on that <laughs> play specifically, on that play specifically, Doug, got, that's not effort. Guys. DeAndre Swift fell down and he got back up. <laughs> right. Like, oh my god, this is so bad. You know, effort. Again, I don't want to get into that because I, I I'm not in the room. I don't know. It, 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 but Doug, just look That's at the guys on the me. tape. That's They're tippy toeing. To... <laughs> I know. We're I don't know what that is. <laughs> Maybe it's effort. Maybe it's you know when he falls down, don't run at him. <laughs> Falling and he can't insane. get up. Maybe you were just hoping. That, so- <laughs> that sounds insane. But when you watch this defense over the last two seasons, maybe not. All right, Doug Farrar is with us. Uh, touchdown Wire USA today. Uh, good enough to join us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. All right, so as you said, I, you know maybe a coordinator doesn't fix matters. All right, so what can the coordinators in there do? I mean, you hit on one of our sticking points always is, and this is prior to this administration and many others over the years, big-name free agents brought in, played certain style elsewhere, don't get to play that style here. Uh, just absolutely infuriating. Uh, but besides doing that, uh, you know, a lot of discussion whether or not you know, you know, Kendall Floor be better served as the Nick, you know, as the inside uh, corner versus the outside where he is right now, because that's where he th- thrived first time around here with this franchise. I mean, is there some of those tweaks that could be made there that could at least help them uh, moving forward here this season? Yeah, I think I'm close for I think I'm close for outside. I mean, maybe he's better slot, but it's kind of like Chris Harris or Bryce Callahan; mm-hmm. they can do both. Um, I go back to, you guys remember, well, obviously you remember because you, you know, your team plays them twice a year, what the Cowboys defense looked like under Mike Nolan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then they brought Dan and it was, it was a similarly unmade bed. And then they brought Dan Quinn and I know Dan from his time in Seattle. Yes. The two things Dan did right away, simplify everything and make everyone more aggressive. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. What I see with this Washington defense is a lot of guys being afraid to make mistakes. And what that tells me is their assignments have not been reinforced as much as they need to. This is a very young defense, especially in the secondary. I think, you know, McCain's been around a while. Fuller's been around a while. But there's a lot of kids. You know, it seems like they want to throw Jameen Davis away. Jameen Davis had an amazing sack against the Lions where he hit like three gaps on a stunt around Allen and just blew everything up. These are talented players. I think... What what Dan did, and I know he did this in Dallas because I know for a fact he did it in Seattle. You're going to simplify coverage. You're going to um, make the fronts more complicated and interesting. Because really there are two ways you can do this. I mean, it, it, I'm oversimplifying, but either your fronts are pretty stock and your coverages are all over the place or vice versa. Um, Dan likes his coverages to be pretty straight, and he gets the players who can do that, and he wants his fronts to be just petri dishes, like you don't know what's coming. Mess up your protections, get a ton of pressures, and do it that way. God knows they've got the front to do it. And God knows this front should not be giving up 7.5 yards per I mean, carry to the Jaguars and the Lions. And now, I, the Detroit's run game this year has been crazy. Look, it's great against Philadelphia, too. Um, I think you can come in with a different voice. Um, I will tell you that uh, I have a friend who interned at Baylor when Del Rio was in Denver, 
and this was like 2013. And he was in the room when Del Rio and his defensive staff were trying to figure out the zone read with RG3. You're an NFL defensive coordinator and trying to figure out the zone read in the year of our Lord, 2013. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Um, I'm not saying he should be fired because he's a, you know, wing nut, although there's apparently proof to that effect, too. Um, I'm saying this isn't working. Maybe he needs to, I don't know. Maybe he needs to be somewhere else. I have no idea. I don't know what works and what doesn't. I know this doesn't. Were it me, I'd get someone in there who can make the fronts more interesting and, and more problematic for uh, offensive lines and their protection rules. And I give them, a, you know, coverage has to be complex to a point, but these guys have to tear this down to the studs. Yeah. And they're going to have to do it whenever Rivera, I mean, whenever Rivera fires Del Rio, or unfortunately, when Del Rio gets fired because Rivera got fired because Del Rio was doing all this stuff. It could be either one. Uh, were I Ron Rivera, I'd be looking. I'll say that. Definitely. You say the talent is there on this roster. From a personnel standpoint, though, last year you had the same problems. Obviously, we're asking people to do things that they're not equipped to do. How does it make you feel, though? Because I, I call it arrogant that this 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 personnel, this front office, sat on their hands all offseason. They didn't address any of their problems. They told us all all offseason we had an issue at linebacker, and, and their their solution to it was move a guy that plays outside linebacker and make him a middle linebacker. From a personnel standpoint, like. Who scares you on Washington's defense? Who do you feel like you have to game plan for? Because that's that's kind well, of where nobody, I'm at with it. I don't I don't think they have enough game records. Well, nobody scares you, but again, I, I I go back to scheme. Jackson should be a top ten corner. Um, Deron Payne, when we did interior defensive lineman, I think I ranked him fourth or fifth. I mean, I think the Commanders are the only team to have two interior defensive linemen on the top twelve list with Allen and Payne. Um, sweat can can do some things, you know. They've got the talent. I mean, they, if you put this in the hands of a Dan Quinn or you know a Wink Martindale or a Patrick Graham or a Bill Belichick or any defensive coordinator I respect, um, they're going to say, "Yeah, I've got more than enough tools to do this." The problem, as you as, as you have said more than once, and it's true. When you bring players in and you ask them to do things they're not equipped to do, for whatever stupid reason that is, <laughs> it takes it negates the talent part of the equation. If you're not if you're playing William Jackson off all the time, when he is a dead red man press corner, it's the same thing the Lions did with Darius Slay. Yeah. Until they just threw him away and what did Darius Slay do last night? Two interceptions. Hello. Yeah. Um, because when you have an aggressive press corner, like, and by the way, when you have an aggressive press corner like that, you treat him like gold because they're exceedingly rare. And in today's NFL with the quick passing game, if you can get a guy who can bounce the receiver off his route right at the snap, that's incredibly valuable. Why you would take a guy who has that skill set and force him to play off just because your playbook is from the 1975 Minnesota Vikings, I mean... <laughs> So the the problem is, are there game records on this roster on defense? Potentially, yes. I've seen it with Jackson. I've seen it with Allen and Payne. I've seen it with Sweat. I've seen it with Davis. I saw it with Davis on Sunday where he had that incredible sack. I mean, they've got the talent. This is not on the players. As far, and I've, done, I've studied this defense a lot just because I'm, you know, 
apparently a masochist. Um, <laughs> the, the talent's there. It's just it's not being used correctly. And even you start with making players do things they're not equipped to do. And then whatever crap you're throwing at them, they're not reinforcing it, and they're afraid to make a mistake. They don't understand. What I don't see effort. What I see is a team that doesn't understand what it's supposed to do. Like the entire defense, especially the secondary. That's kind of a problem. Uh, Doug Farrar, good enough <laughs> yeah. to join us. In today's NFL, I mean, you might be able to get away with that in like 1935. Right, I, right. I think they want you to pass more these days. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Um, Doug Farrar, uh, by the way, I shared the uh, tweet he discussed earlier just a few moments ago. It's at NFL underscore uh, Doug Farrar. Uh, you can also get it through my Twitter at Jackson Sports, the Jared Goff touchdown pass and what he was talking about with the breakdowns there. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate your insights, uh, as always, Doug, and uh, good luck with that film study. <laughs> so I'm, I'm done with it now. I'm moving on to other things. Okay, I, I, just, I, got, I got through it. I'm going to take a minute and breathe, and then I'll just you. move on to my next thing. All yeah. right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate All right. it. All right, Doug Farrar via the Becky Well guest <laughs> hotline. Good stuff. Um, he, hey, look, he's... You're telling how he's it is, I guess. You, he's telling you the opposite of what you're thinking. He's saying, get rid of the coach. I do agree with change, the, the different voice. And that's a really fair point about Dallas. However, there was that Micah Parsons fellow. Yeah. It makes it, everything easy. It's kind of like the key that unlocked everything. Yeah. We don't have that here. Don't <laughs> well, have that well, he's not guy. on the field right now. I do think we have him. I just well, think yeah, he's not right. healthy. Maybe. Yeah. And I mean, but coming back after missing half a season. They just need his yeah. attitude. You were out there in camp, yeah, Jack. Yeah, you yeah. Could, I mean, he, he couldn't stop. He couldn't shut up. Talking about Chase Young, and I'm not saying it in a negative way. He is the heartbeat of this defense. They're missing that element. Very true. Uh, In addition to everybody missing assignments. All right, uh, (laughs) we'll get back to some phone calls up with Doug Ferrari. Said you feel worse. Uh, I kind of do. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Two three three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, with you here on the Team Nine Eighty streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980. 
streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Again, thanks to Doug Farrar from uh, NFL Wire USA Today. He was on fire, wasn't he? Yeah, he Good was, gracious. He, out. he watched that whole game. He's <laughs> talking about going back to uh, preseason, too. Um, my boy Ba on Twitter says, I love your guest, Doug. Keep telling you, Scotty, for two years, need to fire Del Rio. <laughs> love Davis. Smack back to coaching. Yeah. Does he have the – we keep talking about this fire Del Rio, fire Del Rio. Yep. Does he have the autonomy, the the – does he have to say so to make things simpler defensively? Of course, like he does. is he? Yeah, I think he does. I mean, you watch practice; he's it's he's not like he, runs in his ear during practice. Well, he looks training. disengaged during practice. I'll say that. He well, I think that's just the way he kind of handles he floats himself around. He kind of floats around from spot to spot. I mean, because like, really, it should be on Chris Harris to simplify things, right? He's the secondary well, coach. No, it, it, it is. Again, it's Del Rio's decision, right, to play the way that this is how he's played where he's been. Right? I hate the off corner stuff. Right, right. It's the ridiculous. way he's played where he's been. Um, there, Ben, don't break. I know people hate that. Oh, it's not actually terrible, especially if you look at a team like the Vikings. You're playing them. I mean, let them get inside the twenty. You know, they're going to throw up all over themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, there are teams that are that way, and you don't necessarily want them to drive the ball up and down the field on you all week. But anyway. I, uh, I think that this just drives me crazy because this has been like this was old Washington Redskins free agency shopping back in the day. Get guy doesn't fit scheme, put him in scheme doesn't fit in, and fail miserably. And that's what they're yeah. doing right now with William Jackson, I think. But um, that's what uh, that's what I hate about it. That's that's what I'm not like a big fan of. Like, why are they doing that? You know? Yeah, and I wonder how the player feels about it. I mean, he, well, William Jackson probably doesn't give a damn. He's got all the money now, but. Yeah, I don't think I he mean, enjoys going out there and getting torched. Yeah, he probably sees he probably sees social media too. Yeah, I mean I don't think he enjoys getting torched. You know, I don't I don't think that's fun for him. But yeah, I mean some of the stuff he said is fair. Uh I, I the defensive line though, I mean you also have to remember right now, you're not playing with Chase Young. Mm-hmm. You're playing with, with you know, James Smith Williams and Sweat. You're playing at times with Two Hill, you know, John Allen's on one you know, he's on a bad groin right now. That's not that's not prescription for success, right? right? That's not a prescription for success. So I don't know. There's there's certainly a lot of things there, but they, it seems like they could make it easier on themselves. I know people, Doug mentioned doing different things up front and being exotic with the fronts running stunts and games and all those stuff. But, man, a lot of the times when they are running these stunts and games, they're getting hit for big plays in the running game because yes. that's – you. if you're an offense and, and you – Guess correctly <laughs> when a team's running a stunt and you run the right way at it. Huge play. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I mean, changing, you know, it's great if you can get Dan Quinn, but he's not available. Somebody like that, right? And then to get somebody like that now to come in mid-year, it's very, Makes no sense. Yeah, very difficult to do it. I mean, basically, Ron would have to take over the defense. And Which, he, he, he can do it. Can he take over something? What the hell does Ron Rivera do? What does he do? Well, it makes you mad when he goes for two. That's what he does. I mean, uh, uh, let's get to Bones. Thanks for waiting, Bones. You're with us here on the uh, Team Niners. We're talking about the defensive issues. Hey, Scott, Linnell, thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, course, you know, man, uh, you know, this, what's happening is, is this, this, this coaching regime, you know, they like, you know, they ancient, man. They got them old ancient ways, man, and then they stubborn and obstinate in their ways, right? They don't want to change, you know. You look around the league, man, on a lot of teams, man, these up-and-coming teams, they got these young, energetic, you know, innovative coaches, man, that's, you know, coming into, the, you know, the, these leagues now, right? And these two old, ancient guys, man, they're just not going to change, man. And, man, uh, and then you got a lot of our players, man, just not good, man. I don't Thanks, know Bones. After these guys and all that, man. A lot of our players, you know, you, then y'all keep talking about Chase Young, man. When Chase Young come back, he might be suspect, too. 
you know, because I've been watching these people functioning since Jay Gruden, man, and everybody that they had been selecting, we might get one Terry McLaurin out of the guys that they've been drafting around here over the last five years, man. All of them been suspect, man. So, man, not only is the scheme messed up and the coaches suspect, but the players that they drafting and bringing in here, man, they suspect too. You know, that's why we can't win nothing. That's why the team not looking good, man. You know, yeah. simple as that, man. It's called it like it is, man. These guys can't play. Thanks for taking my Thanks, call, Bones. man. We got we to clip man. some of this off. Jones Bones, that is a, that's an elite call. That's, that's what I call an elite call. Uh, Scott, Don do you remember says, this? Oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to read Don's tweet real quick. John says, uh, Scott, Ray Charles can see everything your guest just spoke about. <laughs> the question is, why is Riverboat wrong? Oh, good. He tagged him in it. Uh, who was an all-pro <laughs> defensive player? Was an all pro. It was an all pro. I'm about to say it wasn't all pro, all was pro. it? No, he wasn't. I hope he wasn't. It makes his worse. The coordinator was uh, allowing it to happen. Yeah, he's not all pro. No. Do you remember Ron's line during the opening presser when, when Dan did that? Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. They said, Ron, what attracted you to this job? Yes. He said, well, the thing about it is we have all this young talent defensively. Where? Yeah. Where? Where is it? Where is the young defensive talent? You yeah. drafted one of them at Camp Curl. Anybody who, and I'm not, this is not like me just trying to crap on Cole Holcomb, but I think this yeah. town has this affinity with Cole. I don't know if it's the mullet. He has not played good football since last year. I know we're only two games yeah, in. Yeah, we're two games in. And he only played good <laughs> football some of the time last year. He wasn't all world last year either. Well, again, in the in his room. In his room. In his room. I mean, come yeah, on. He's the best of the, a bunch, right? That's it's, what a lot of it's based on, as inf- you know. It's infuriating. All right, let's get to uh, – that was that was Bones. That was suspect. Uh, oh, Tippy's going to be on the – is he going to make it this time? Let's go to Tippy. Let's make sure he's got his phone correct. What's happening, Tippy? Hey, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Linnell? What's going on, man? you feeling better, buddy? And uh, shout-out to Matt. Appreciate you getting me on the line. And, hey, quick shout-out to the most exciting team in the United States, Appalachian State. They've been balling out, buddy. The Sun Belt, hey. baby. Yeah, man. Hey, these coaches couldn't they couldn't coach a hippie to take LSD at a Woodstock <laughs> Festival. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, they they could score and tie the game with five seconds left and they'd go for two points. They're just they're gone, man. They're tore up from the floor up. Man, they're like hillbillies. They're like it's like Jethro Clampett might as well be coaching these guys. Holcomb, Holcomb, he a semi-pro player. Uh, you got the return man's got to be like a switchblade. We got Zach Mills. He's like a dull butter knife. He ain't doing nothing. Let me tell you what you do. Who made the Eagles the 72 Dolphins? Who made the Eagles the 65 Packers? If you can't smack them in the mouth, Doc Walker style this Sunday, you get rid of these coaches and you hire Brian Mitchell. <laughs> he ain't gonna put he ain't gonna put up with this nonsense. Thanks for taking my call. Great show. Peace out. Tippy. <laughs> tippy, tippy, what tippy. about that? You couldn't get them to take LSD at a at Woodstock. Woodstock? God, that's a good one. That's man. amazing. That's a really I'm writing good, that down. Yeah, write that down. That is good. Although, I don't know. Man, you tippy, couldn't? Yeah. Tippy might be, you know, breathing in some of the chemicals outside, oh. too. I don't know, man. That was pretty good stuff, though. You know, you walk around this city now, it's on fire, man. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, that, I love it. that was almost... Funnier than the suspect stuff, I think. Uh, all right, if you're on the line, hang in there. We got Daryl, Tom, and Toothpick 
Uh, Sabir, you guys will get to you on the other side. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Linnell gets to break down um, the Jamin Davis uh, social media <laughs> post for me because I'm too old to understand it. Uh, we'll do that coming up as well and your calls. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, Randy Mueller is going to join us at 2 o'clock. Former NFL GM as well here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. It is Burgundy and Gold today. We'll get to the Jamin Davis social media post here in a little bit. Linnell will break it down for us. Um, 301-230-0980. Daryl Columbia, go ahead, buddy. Thank you guys for taking my call. You got it. Uh, You you, you know, I, I tell you, man, it seems like we always get all of the defensive coaches being dumped you know, with our, with our team. You know, other than Greg Williams after Pettibone, mm-hmm. we've had Minuski and all of these, you know, just really coaches that are just totally outdated, along with Jack Del Rio. And, you know, I just think that it's unfortunate because we, we, we got some really good talent that we can work with, just like the that, that great guest that you said, if you if you take defensive coordinators Dan Quinn, even Rex Ryan, and you know who I really hated to see go to uh, Deion Sanders, I was hoping that we would get Zimmer. Zimmer is one of the best defensive coaches out here. I yeah. was hoping, but Ron and them are so he got so much autonomy, and he doesn't want to be proven wrong. And even at the sacrifice of all these fans that go out there and we got to be humiliated with seeing the other opposing teams, fans out there, you know, taking up our seats because they're just stuck on stupid and they don't want to change. If I was playing Jalen Rose this weekend, I would have Jamin Davis and Derek Forrest spying him. I would rush three and have those two spying him. And I hope that David Forrest, Derek Forrest, is not put in a doghouse for exposing their real stupid scheme defenses. I hope that they don't, you know, uh, you know put DJ him in a doghouse. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't had a job since. Yeah, yeah he, he got picked yeah. up a couple places. But, no, hey, thanks for calling, Daryl. Um, and I wish it was Jalen Rose. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it's Jalen Hurts, sadly. Uh, he's a lot better. Um, I, I, they're going to have ones. I don't think you're two spies a little much, but you're going to have at least you're going to have to spy at least one guy. You're going to have to count for him on every play. You might have to mix it up too. It might be a different person each time. Right? Well, we're banking on Cam Curl returning. That yeah. makes everything easier. We think. I know you are. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> um, let's get to toothpick uh, next with us here on the team 980 down in enemy territory in Texas. What's happening, toothpick? Hey, hey, Scott, Linnell, listen. Your your last guest was spot on, Matt. I'm trying to tell y'all. Listen, I've seen more aggressive defensive coordinators in the Olympic football league. Uh, <laughs> oh man! You, please tell them what that is, right? No, I know about that. My That's great electric football, man. We got a caller, or they got a, right. a, my buddy that is a huge electric football guy that I'm sure is going to chime in now. <laughs> He's in a professional I'm, league. I'm trying to tell you, Matt. I'm trying to tell you, you set them edges and you you let them go right <laughs> up the middle with just hey. But for some reason, Jack Del Rio doesn't know this. Maybe because we have no middle linebackers. Maybe because if you get past out front, you're running free for at least seven to six yards. And if you make a corner or a safety miss, you're, you could be out the door. Uh, 
wait, that happened last week versus Detroit, and it's going to happen again this week versus Philadelphia. Come on, man. This dude has got to go. You can't keep blaming players. You can't keep blaming players because guess what? It's one of you, and it's 22 of them. We can replace one person instead of 22 people. Come on now. You better learn how to do some math because he's he, the over-under set at four games. How about that? I'm out. Thank you right, for taking my call. Wow. Um, by the way, the, the, when the our last caller brought up a point about it's been a while since they've had like next-level defensive coordinator work, and that's – Something actually a friend of mine, Ron, had sent me the other day. said, man, it has been so long since he had a coordinator that confuses people besides his own players. Yeah, right. The whole thing is, though, like, I know Doug says that unless, you know, you're talking to somebody internally, you're not going to get to know about effort. These eyes don't lie. I promise you they don't. The talent isn't as good as you all are making it seem. I, I'm glad Doug came in and, and woke the fan base up, and now everyone's got this inflated opinion times two. Look, the guys aren't that good. Jack's working with not much. Again, he really is. They decided this offseason after seven and ten, it was just going to be we're going to throw this to the quarterback. Then we're going to cut two defensive. Well, cut one defensive tackle who played sixty percent of the snaps or yeah. something, fifty five percent of the snaps. Not like he mattered. Uh, the other guy who you should have been playing the previous year, you, you obviously didn't fight for him. Maybe you could have got him on the cheap. Maybe it would have made sense. I uh, and then obviously cut Landon Collins, who was. I don't know your defensive MVP, quite frankly, oh. for most of the season until he was injured, right? Yeah. Because remember, when the team felt, to, you know, it was beyond the COVID part when they just really just cratered defensively was when he got injured at the end of the year. So, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's how I That's feel. That's why he's a little group. bit of, uh, you know, do the old uh, Jay Gruden quote. Everybody had their hand in it. Uh, and that's Everybody why, had their hand in it. Yeah, and that's why the decider <laughs> gets a lot of the blame and, and certainly the coordinator and yeah, you're right. I mean, there's some of these players that aren't putting out good stuff right now either. I mean, I, I think that's fair. It's infuriating. It's definitely though. fair. I mean, you know, I had some guy, you know, crapping on Ryan Kerrigan yesterday to me, uh, you know, talking about sweat was just, just doing his playing like his coach. I was like, is that what he was he, trying to do? Was that the great Kerrigan? Really? I go, I'm pretty sure that guy actually was productive. Which, which, uh, <laughs> well, by the way, sweat. Right despite what everybody thinks, uh, we we're, we're waiting on that double digit sack season. We hope it happens. I uh, think it could. Certainly has talent, but again, you know, sh- show me. Yeah. Missouri is the show me state. Yeah, <laughs> show me, please. Close is swell, but it doesn't count. Only in horseshoes, hand grenades, and something. Yeah, else. what's the other one? Uh, not, 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 not the NFL. I know that. Yeah, definitely not the NFL. All right, let's get maybe in cornhole. Uh, <laughs> I don't really understand all the rules, though. I just play it when I'm drinking. Uh, Sabir in Columbia, go ahead. Yeah, Scott and Linnell. I'm just I'm on this defense. I mean, obviously we know they're trash, but they can't even force a turnover, man. They got one, you know, kind no. of garbage last ditch effort well, turnover, it was a big turnover in week one. Game sealer, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, if you can't really force mistakes out of guys like Trevor, I mean Trevor Lawrence and mm-hmm. Jared Goff, what they're... are you gonna do against real quarterbacks? Well, fortunately, <laughs> it's not last that... year's schedule, but you're right. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I think the schedule is doing them favors this sure. year, and they're still not forcing mistakes. I mean, golf can't even move, and you can't do anything against him. Yeah. So that's why I get mad. Well, that was interesting to hear Doug say golf actually had a horrific game in a lot of ways, but still had four touchdowns on you. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, you make him look stuff. like Brady. Yeah. And and you know they just don't play complimentary football either, man. Right. And they haven't. I mean, I'm. 29, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a complete team for Washington since I can remember. 
And 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 then the special teams, you know, is included in that as well, man. Yeah, I mean, well, they're special, all right. I'll say that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a big special. part of it. Yeah, that's a big part of it, dude. Because I mean, yeah. so yeah. and it started in the off season. You don't keep DeAndre Carter, who you finally looked like you had a solution yeah. for kick for kick returns, and now you're back in the well. You don't know who you have. They can't even get to the twenty. So you know, same mistakes. The coaching staff. I'm with Linnell, man. I mean, the coaching staff is completely underwhelming and you know probably one of the worst in the league at this point i i just wish we had like some of these teams the young guys the young coaching staff uh but you know so be it we'll watch again next week and then we'll call in and vent again and that's the beautiful part about all of this is we got 15 more weeks of this scott 15 more weeks. Beautiful or dangerous, one or the other. And look, I know I might sound like a crazy person for jumping off the ledge. I'm scorned. I'm like the ex who's been cheated on 25 times but still lives with you. You know? Like, I've, I've seen this song and dance so many times, and I'm younger. Take note, ladies. This you know what I'm saying? kind of guy Lanella. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm younger, so it's like, you know, I haven't I, I didn't get to see the glory days. This is all I know is is I, yeah. I, I connect this football team with stress. That That is what, yeah. like, that's what I know it for. That's that's very true. I mean, the, the, the complimentary football thing is very true. Like, you get off the field, you get a fourth down stop, then you give up a safety. <laughs> then to compound that, your kick coverage on the free kick is horrendous. A terrible. Uh, so it's just like all the little things. Like, you got the three and out you needed, then you gave a three and out. Right? It's just like just the little things that, you know, you want to kick yourself in the ass. Whereas the previous week, you know, we can say, hey, Jacksonville, whatever. But still, previous week, they are pretty good at that. They are pretty good at that. And, yeah. and again, there is a, this is the formula for them that they're going to have to play with, which I know many of you threw up in your mouth thinking about this back in March when they got the guy, but they really need Carson Wentz yeah. in the offense to come out quick every week and be the leaders because they're going to have to rely on the offense. I'll for take them in a shootout. The entire season, they're going to have to win shootouts. You know, I mean, you're going to have to yeah. score probably 28 to 31 points this week to beat Philadelphia. I mean, you're going to, you know, you're really going to have to. I mean, if Jalen Hurts and company, they probably watched the tape already, I'm assumed. I mean, they're probably licking their chops. That RP, I can see it now. The RP, they're going to RPO us to death. And there's nothing we can do about it. It's crazy that that was our, maybe they just, like you said, though, maybe they just might have Philadelphia figured out. Because that was one of our best defensive outings, yeah, you know, a season time. ago. Somebody just tweeted something hilarious. They were also a little beat up, too. I think at that point the Eagles were, but yeah. Taj Wilson says, don't forget the defense had his best performance and output of the year when the coaches couldn't coach them because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> We did have an offseason, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Isn't that funny? It's amazing. No, I mean, that's that's a very good point. It's very true. Yeah. It's very strange. All right, let's get to Tom and DC before we take a timeout. Go ahead, Tom. Get rid of the no-account coaches. This is all we need to do. Look, this team has forever drafted or traded for someone because of one thing, and then ask him to do something else. Yeah. Put Damon Davis where he belongs, on the outside. Let let him live or die out there. Stop trying to make him a middle linebacker. He's not a middle linebacker. Well, he's not playing. Jack either, Del Rio so. has, <laughs> but Jack Del. Well, that's true. But Jack Del Rio has no defensive scheme. How can you run a Buffalo nickel when you don't have a Buffalo? Well, you don't. 
I'm sorry, I couldn't even hold it in. to run that position. Well, you do. Curl's back on the field, you do. I think Curl or or Forrest could flip to that spot. That's what that will be. Yeah, but but, but that would be helpful. Yeah, but look at but look at it this way. Mm-hmm. Our team plays a step slower than the rest of the league. Have you have you ever just watched our plays set up? How slowly they set up that you can sit at home and say, "Oh, that's going to happen now," and it does. <laughs> What do you think the other teams are doing? Yeah, appreciate the call, man. It's the 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 line that really took me out. Is how do you how do you play a Buffalo nickel when you don't got a Buffalo, Scott? I mean, it it, it literally makes a lot of sense. There is no Buffalo on the field defensively, so how are we going to stop people? Not yet. Not yet. I think there will be though. Some point. I think we're hopeful there will be this weekend. No, I'm talking about an actual Buffalo, like a bison or oh, something. Oh, a bison. Literally yes, I got you. Right. playing on the field. An actual Buffalo. See, I mean, that's what you think he meant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought he meant uh, more so about Landon Collins not being here. But yeah, anyway. Landon's, Landon's got his degree. He's yeah. probably, you know, working on life after football. I understand he was staying in shape from uh, from one of my spies that he's working out somewhere in Rockville. Uh, it was a boxing gym. I wow. Yeah. Back. I'm a Montgomery County guy, Scott. I'm not Somebody, a spy, so. No, yeah, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> now, it was also, guys, completely unreliable, so that's why I'm not mentioning Uh-oh. But no, he's, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Big Tony. Um, all right, coming up. All right, we've been holding off on this too long. Before we get to Randy Mueller, uh, we are going to let Linnell break down the tweet. The No, it wasn't a tweet. Excuse me. The, the Instagram. Instagram message posted by one Jamin Davis. You can explain that to us next. It is uh, the Burgundy and Gold Today program here on the Team 90 Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app. Welcome back. It is Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Anthony Haney's about to take over controls. He's got food. Didn't bring any for us, but uh, cool. Thanks it's different. Coming. He's probably used to getting harassed when he walks in the studio. He is, so he it's, is, he is. it's probably a, probably probably a nice switch up for him. He's very happy. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it just seems like a whole world's been left off his shoulders for some reason. All right. Uh, you... you no, yeah, because you're. I can, I'm gonna let Anthony get settled. Media. I'm gonna let Anthony get settled for this too. You're all plugged in on the social medias. Yeah, I, so you know it's deeper. I like to call it when, when something's deeper than what it is on the surface, Scott. Yes. Us young people like to say it's deeper than rap. Okay, it's deeper than rap. I like it's that. deeper than rap. Okay. It's deeper than rap. Right. What did Ron Rivera? One of the other things he said when he was first hired here, he wants to create a sustained winning culture. Right. Let's really break that phrase down for what mm-hmm. it is. They have sustained something. Being average, seven and ten. Well, below. And, You've yeah. been below five hundred yeah. your first two seven years here. Twice. Seven is the is the most average number in football. Sure, you are very average. Now, the culture, as Bruce Allen w- w- once said, was supposed to be damn good. Yes. It's not right. And let me tell you why it's not. Why do you think it's not? your first round pick from a season ago? Mm-hmm. You called him out in the media last week. Yes, some people agreed with it. Some people didn't. I was one of the people who said, no, that's not something you do, especially with a young player who you probably don't know that well yet. I'll I'll go out on a limb and say you don't know him that well yet. You call him out in the media. He goes out, had a so-so performance against Detroit. He definitely wasn't the worst guy out there. I'll say that. But he felt so vindicated after he got the sack. Got that play. You know, that one play. It was a great play. Great play, as as Doug Farrar told us. It was a very nice play. It was a great play. But it was a play. 
a play, and that's a lot the key. Of snaps in the game. Yeah. So, so Scott, he. There, I don't know if you've seen the movie Django Unchained. There's a there's a piece in it. I'm actually going to read it because yeah. I, I'd yeah. make me yeah. seem more credible if I just read no it problem. off. No problem. But basically, this was Jamin sending a shot back to the coaching staff saying, I'm resilient as ever. That was the caption. Yes. Yes. I'm as resilient as ever. Bobby McCain, safety, also liked the picture before it got taken down. So his teammates are obviously in on this bit as well. I'm going to call it a bit. Okay. There is infighting going on. Fair enough. I've been trying to get to the bottom of the infighting, but I don't have enough credible sources to okay. verify what I'm saying. Ron and Jack are in cl- were in clear disagreement about selecting Jamin. Ron is team Jamin. Jack is team get me somebody else. I think the tweet, the Instagram post, excuse me, was directed at both of them. I don't think Jamin likes being called out. This is sure. this is now he was called out before the game. Right. He was called out after the game. Right. Is anyone else going to get called out by this group? Is anyone else going to get publicly humiliated? Because that's what it is, especially when you're not playing well. And think about it for really what it is. Jamin is how old? 24, 25? He's on social media. He's very well aware of what's being said about him. You don't create distractions by attacking your guys in the media. And attack is probably a extremely harsh yeah, word. It's not, attack. it's not attack. Critiquing. Critiquing them publicly. Tweaking them. Tweaking especially them. when you're not doing it for the other guys. And I know you made the astute point well, of... It was a direct question, direct question about him. Correct. There have been direct questions about... Carson. Carson. There yeah. have been direct questions about guys on the defensive line. Chase. You never saw it to this degree, I felt like. I felt like they went out of their no, way. I think it was definitely the most critical they have been of a player uh, for sure. And I think I it's think that's fair. fitting that Jamin was that player because like I've been trying to say there so is... you think there is a divide? I completely feel that way and I, st- I feel like it's still going on and I think it's part of the reason why he's seeing the field still. I, I guarantee you this. If it was up to Jack, Jamin wouldn't play. But again, his options are so are so limited. So limited. So, 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 so limited. But then it goes so much deeper. Look, I, I kind of got off on a tangent here. The whole issue is Jamin is responding. Mm-hmm. That post was in response to mm-hmm. he felt like he played good, for one. Which, which is funny. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, right. He felt like he played good. And then he's also trying to say, hey, look, like, I'm not the only guy on the team. For Bobby McCain to like it mm-hmm. lets me know maybe Jamin's been called out in the meeting room. Right. Because you heard, do you remember the story last year where John Allen apparently stood up for a defensive lineman for getting called out by Sam Mills on 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 occasion? Are you not familiar with that? I've heard of a lot of stories about Sam. Yeah, well, the, the, the former defensive line coach, right? Who is gone? Yes. My thing is, yeah. you were supposed to create this culture, and the culture doesn't seem good, especially when <laughs> for a second year player to have, excuse my French, to have the unmitigated gall mm-hmm. to do something like that. I don't know. That's crazy. Listen. I think this is part and parcel around the league. There are guys that react to social media, whether it's fans, Kevin Durant, uh, you know, in a different sport, and they do these things. I mean, this happens. This isn't the only team that has social media guys, but it's you don't like it. It's stupid. It's childish. It's it doesn't distraction. solve distraction. I, I be honest with you. I think the bigger one this week for me was what Derek Forrest said post game about the scheme and the you know and the confusion about being the wrong place and all that kind of stuff. I think that was interesting. That to me tells me there's more to the story than than yes. It's just a bad week at the office and people are angry and you know we'll see if they either come together or they continue to, you know, be, you know, get more social 
media clout by uh, tweeting about it or, or Instagramming in this case. Maybe we'll have a TikTok with it next week. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, none of it's good. I mean, look, none of it helps you win or whatever. It's, you know, like, believe it or not, New England's had guys tweet over the years. It's usually they aren't there very long. <laughs> but it's happened. I mean, it happens around the league. It's stupid. I mean, but it, 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 it is part of the world we live in now. Matt, can you, can you go in and pl- the, the folder from today and play the Ron Rivera audio that I put in there? Jack, this yeah. is what really, it's continuing. Why is it continuing? Can we save it for after Randy? Because we're really yeah, up on it. Yeah, we got to get Randy Mueller on. Uh, let's do that. Let's save it for later. We'll, we'll get to the – I'm writing this down. Run audio yesterday. Um, listen, you would hate me if I was the coach. I would do I would do the Belichick. I really would. I would do the less is more. Um, not going to give you much of anything. You know, figure it out on your own. I would I would really subscribe to that. Yeah. I do think these these press conferences tend to be a little windy. <laughs> to say the least, it right? to be a little windy. Overall explanation, he protests too much, as they say. You yeah. know, a little bit too much. Okay, let's get to Randy Mueller coming up. We'll talk about Carson Wentz. Yeah. He's actually been pretty good for two weeks. Kind of quietly, nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. But we'll talk about it coming up next with uh, Doug with uh, Randy Mueller as we uh, get into uh, a big week ahead. Eagles coming in. They look like the team to beat in the NFC East and maybe even the NFC. We'll talk about it with Randy next it is uh, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham here on the Team Night streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 